Club Talk Radio. Hello, 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 everyone. This is Jennifer, Dr. J. Tebow, and you are on live with the real Jenny on People in Performance. This is the 2010 recall. I apologize for starting a show that should start at 9, about three and a half minutes late. Uh, Certainly my apologies. Um, Looks like my show is only showing 30 minutes, so if you are listening in live on that would be my iPhone. Hopefully it's not dead. If you are listening live um, on the radio show, please know that you can also catch me at least for 15 additional minutes on um, on Ustream TV. As you know, I do a simulcast, and so if you want to catch me on Ustream, you can. Also, if you want to dial in, you can dial in at 347-637-1837. Again, 347 637 1837. I'm so curious to see if I have broken my iPhone. Well, it doesn't look dead. That's a positive thing. Doing way too much at one time. So if you're logging into Ustream, let's see, I don't see any people yet. You should be coming in really, really soon. Then you see I have a different setup. So I tried to do some fun things with lighting and with having a nice, comfortable setup so I can get away from the desk format. So that's exactly what I have done. So welcome, welcome. Normally I have my co-host, Ashley Johnson. I don't know if he's going to make it. My guest co-host, he sent me a message and said he would be listening. And so I imagine that um, him saying that he would be listening means that he will not be actually on the show. So Ashley, if you want to jump on, feel free. Of course, I have my lines open again, 347-637-1837 if you want to check it out. So sorry for the cheesy background. I have some kind of festive cheer. My daughter and I were like, we need to add some some uh, garland to this. I thought I'd call it tinsel, but that's actually garland. So that's what it is. All right, so the real Jenny actually went on live with Blog Talk Radio in August of 2010. And then uh, we went on live with Ustream TV on November 15, 2010. So from a reporting standpoint or just radio show standpoint, we went on um, less than half of the year. But there were some interesting things that, that, that actually happened. So I did want to talk about it. Um, first things first, what is today? Gosh, today is Monday, December 27, 2010. I apologize for not giving that date up front. Just trying to do way too much hustle and bustle. And this is exactly what happened. Um, so at any rate, it was a fun weekend. This was Christmas weekend. So just to share a little bit about my uh, my holiday weekend, I spent the time with my daughter, and we got a chance to see her get every present that she wanted. So that's also awesome for her to get that. And she got a chance to play with her gifts. She got this cool Uno thing. Yeah, what I love about Christmas is that a lot of the gifts that you have, um, sometimes the parents can enjoy them just as much. So that that Uno game that, like, spits the cards out, I know it's not new, but it's new in our household. And, gosh, we played the game, very, very sad to say, but we played that game, like, the the entire time uh, during the Celtics 
um, Orlando Magic game. So that was so that was a pretty interesting trying to split my brain and be competitive, but still try to keep up with the Magic Celtics game. And so that was that was fun. So I'll talk sports most definitely tomorrow. And uh, but today is really kind of a wrap up of 2010. So I just you know as I was preparing for the show and looking at all the things that happened in 2010, whether I reported on the real Jenny or not, I thought it was important. Uh, what just just top of mind, gosh, is some of the people that we lost uh, this year. I particularly went to people that are kind of entertainment or in the spotlight. Of course, top of mind is Tina Murray, who died at 54 years old. She died in her sleep a couple of nights ago. Uh, just really, really sad. Um, she was known to have addiction with um, prescription medications, apparently, but they still they don't know exactly what caused her death. Um, they, they had to do an autopsy. Apparently, I believe with her agent today, released some information that Tina had had a seizure about a month ago. So, uh, you know, it's just what a loss to lose anybody. And at 54, gosh, that's that's so young to be gone. It's amazing because it feels like Tina's been around forever. Uh, she actually hit the scene in the mid to late 70s, and so she was literally like a baby as she was jumping into R&B as a Caucasian woman that just really took the world by storm. Uh, as many of you know, she she partnered up with Rick James, who also left us a, a couple years back, maybe three years at the most. He, too, also died very young. So at any rate, you know, just God bless her her family as they mourn her loss. Other other people that, that actually left us, uh, Casey Johnson, heiress to the Johnson & Johnson throne. Really strange circumstances with that Casey Johnson, especially because right before there was, you know, these twit videos and these tweets that she was getting married to uh, – uh, Tila, Tequila, and all these things. It's just really, really strange. And so uh, apparently she 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 led quite a uh, colorful life and um, a fast-paced life. And unfortunately, she died very young. I don't have the, the age for her, but I think she was right around 30 years old. She was very, very young. Also, we lost Corey Haim this year, uh, the actor. I think he was found in in um, a hotel or, or in his apartment, just kind of died by himself. That was a drug overdose. We also lost Gary Coleman this year. Now, this has been, it seems like, a very long year. And so, you know, we talked about Gary. You know, Gary was kind of in the hospital for a minute, and then his wife, or maybe not his wife, his ex-wife, had the, had the decision-making ability to pull the plug, and there was a bunch of controversy about that. And, where he was going to get buried, what was going to happen to his estate, what little bit of his estate that that was actually left. Um, so it was just, it was a mess. And so Gary Coleman, most certainly, rest in peace. Also, we lost Lena Horne this year. My goodness, you talk about the epitome of grace, class, and beauty. Uh, she was just a phenomenal singer. She was a great actress. She was a role model. Uh, we don't have quite yet another Lena Horn that fits the bill of being able to be that triple threat and not any disrespect to Halle Berry. Halle doesn't sing, uh, but we just don't have another Lena Horn. And so it was 
it was very sorry to see her go, but certainly she lived, uh, I believe, as well into her 80s. We also said goodbye to Teddy Pendergrass this year, and, and that was kind of a shocking goodbye uh, for us as well. Um, I remember Teddy prior to his prior to his accident uh, when he was standing up in concerts and just swooning all the women in the audience. And as many of you know, uh, Teddy in the 80s um, had a bad car accident and was paralyzed, and so was bound to a wheelchair. Still continued on in the music industry. His career a little different, slightly derailed uh, with his new circumstances, but still quite a force. And you know, not so much R and B, but just, just I mean, just in, in in swooning women and his great melodies. I believe he went on to continue to be a songwriter. And so we said goodbye to Teddy Pendergrass. Now, a person that I have on my list that I'm very glad that we did not say goodbye to. And that is Lindsay Lohan. I got to tell you, I really felt like we were going to say bye to her this year, and I, I am very glad that she's still around. She is in rehab uh, from drug addiction. Uh, Lindsay Lohan, it, it was like we were watching Suicide Watch for her as she just kind of partied and just spun out of control and really all in, in front of our eyes. And it's almost like... Um, it reminds me of it, my daughter's giving me the crazy symbol, like yeah, she's a little bit crazy, but um, it's almost like when when we watched um, Katrina and we watched those people on houses, and I remember during Katrina and the the film coverage of it, and I remember all these different film crews were in the air and they were filming the disaster, but they were not helping, and I, I remember being saying, how could you film destruction and people holding up signs and holding up babies to help us, please, and you just continue to film? Well, you know, the funny thing is we do the same thing with Lindsay Lohan. All of these people are present there with her step by step by step, and they're not helping her. They're just covering it. They're just absolutely covering it. And so, you know, We've got to stop that system of being there for the destruction but not there for the development of the person, and that's ex- that's extremely important. Uh, Lindsay Lohan, I just wish you the absolute very best. You know, I don't know what it is with some of the uh, Disney kids. As many of you know, uh, Demi Lovato, 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 my, my, my daughter's shaking her head. It's Lovato. Demi Lovato um, kind of fell. She kind of fell this year, and she had a problem. I think the problem was was with um, an addiction to prescription pills, and so she actually entered rehab. And they had to stop the production of of her show, Sunny with a Chance. And I'm verifying with my producer, aka my daughter Elizabeth, Sunny with a Chance. So you know they they were on hiatus anyway when she had this break and really a breakdown. And they were, they were set to resume filming, I believe it's like next week. So I don't know where they are with that, with Disney. But Sunny with a Chance, I've been watching those ratings, and, and those ratings are historically around hmm, anywhere between 3.5 million viewers and 4 million viewers every episode. And so it just really is sad to see a person 18 years old, um, and it's you know, perhaps too much, to deal with too soon, I'm not sure, but you know, I love what Disney is able to do with their young starlets, 
and they get a lot of fame and a lot of attention really, really early. But there's something wrong with the other part of that system, which is the coping mechanism that I don't see that these kids are really able to really handle. And so great that you have fame, but if you can't keep it, maintain it, or be happy, then, you know, just to heck with it. So good luck to Lindsay Lohan as well as to Demi Lovato. And, you know, I just wish you the the absolute best. All right. I'm going to jump into... Um, I'm going to jump into technology for a minute because I thought this was interesting. So I wanted to have some, you know, technology highs and lows for 2010. It's so funny. So as I, you know, I, I am the Google queen. So as I Googled this technology highs and lows, Apple, their highs and lows kept popping up. So I thought, you know what, this really was like the, like the year of the Apple, even though I've now dropped my iPhone twice. Uh, but this was the year of, of the Apple. And so they had, like, lots of highs and lows that were very mentionable. Obviously, the first high for for Apple, the company, is the iPad. Uh, you know, the iPad comes out, and now people who are not technologically savvy are on top of it. And so, you know, they, so they've all got these things, and they're, and they're doing like this, and they're touching it, and they're twisting it, and they're on the Internet, and, it's, you know, I, I think the invention of the iPad and that type of tablet sort of PC, even though it's not really a PC, um, but that type of, of equipment I think is a nice marriage between a full-powered laptop or PC and just a web browser, and it gives you a lot of flexibility and capabilities beyond the scope of maybe what they originally were targeting. Uh, I see it as a great mechanism for children in schools. Um, many people don't realize for the, the iPad, one of the major um, buyers of the iPad, early buyers and early adopters, was the McDonald's Corporation. They elected to train all of their staff in Asia, so in China in particular, for all of their McDonald's. They elected to buy the iPad and have one or two in each of their restaurants as part of their training their employee training mechanism so they could deliver all their classes on the iPad. How cool is that? Talk about a game changer um, as you deliver this just-in-time information and you've got it literally at the palm of your hand. So kudos to McDonald's for being an early adopter. I'm watching you, McDonald's, but I certainly want to hear about the, the success of that delivery. Um, also, the App Store, while the App Store is not new, I just wanted to Note a couple of things. The store passed 5 billion downloads in June, so by the half-year mark, 5 billion downloads. And uh, that also equated to a um, billion dollars paid to developers, $1 billion paid to developers. That's, that's amazing, right? That's called reprioritization of money. As we look at, and I've got some things to talk about for politics, but as we look at some deficits in a lot of areas, in education in particular, you just go, wow. So people are applying their money to certain places, but just not to others. So is the government doing a bad selling job? I don't know. So we'll talk about that. All right. So the MacBook and the Mac operating system has now had more growth. So now the marketplace, by the way, um, according to, oh, this is MSNBC, 10% of operating system users, PC or Mac, 10% are Mac users. So that it finally broke double digits. And so that's, that's something that's pretty exciting 
as well. They had record growth, by the way. In October, Apple, uh, they reported $20 billion in revenue and over $4 billion in after-tax earnings. I want to say that one again. $20 billion in revenue in, uh, by October and over $4 billion over $4 billion in after-tax earnings. That's significant. All right, okay. And then, of course, the iPhone 4 came out, um, you know, and so and so that was, you know, that was the latest and the greatest and the big things. And, and of course, there were some expectations of the, I4, of the iPhone 4 that were not met. Uh, but, again, it was a victory all the same for Apple. Uh, and then, as well, redefined laptops. So the MacBook Air... Uh, is is this new blend of kind of the iPhone plus a traditional laptop, or not the iPhone, the iPad plus a, a traditional laptop, and it gave new functionality and a smaller size. And so that was great. And the other great thing is Steve Steve Jobs is doing well. He's he's doing really really well. So I'm really glad that Steve Jobs is that his health is back up. Now I hate to do this, but I got to talk about the actual lows. So if we're going to talk about the highs for Apple, let's talk about the lows. How could we forget Gizmondo or Gizmodo and the lost iPhone? You all remember that? The little prototype that was lost, and it was just like the biggest. I mean, it was laughable that it happened. I'm sure it was not very funny for Apple, but it's like how could you lose like the one, the one and only prototype and then all the information about the new iPhone 4 came out early. So, unfortunately, uh, that was definitely a low. Um, another thing that people are calling antenna gate. So that's with the iPhone and the antennas that was supposed to be a better antenna for the iPhone, and it really just did not work. Um, apparently, there was a white iPhone that was supposed to come out, and, there, and the date kept getting pushed back, and all of a sudden, all the marketing material for the iPhone 4 uh, that were in white, it all got stripped away. So we don't really know what happened with the white iPhone 4. If anybody knows, call in, 347-637-1837. Um, Apple TV was like a big, big launch, and um, it just kind of fizzled out. So it was it was revamped. It was tiny and affordable and all of this. But, you know, you just can't install the apps on it. It just wasn't very friendly. It just didn't work. And then uh, Foxconn suicide. So this one's really serious. It's not. It's not very comical. Um, but uh, and I'm and I'm going to read part of this. Apparently, there was a state of suicide at Foxconn. Foxconn is a Chinese company that manufactures many of the Apple products. Um, apparently, there were has been a lot of arguments and talk in that particular manufacturer that. Um, that working conditions were just absolutely terrible, and that's what led to the suicide. So just I hate to hear that, especially working conditions. I mean, how much stress are you going to put people under to work? Uh, you know, I've talked about this with many companies. There's a thing called what a lot of companies like to call as work-life balance. I think that's so backwards. It should be life work. You were born to live and work happens in the between time. Trust me when I tell you this. If you leave your office and never come back, whether it's suicide, whatever it is, trust me, your seat will still be warm and they will have somebody in your place. That's what temp agencies are for. That's what HR companies are for. So, I, you know, I really, really, really want people to focus in 2011 on life 
work balance because you'll find you'll have a much better balance. Okay, I've got five minutes left on the radio show, on the blog talk show. I apologize. I meant to up the time, and I surely thought that I did, but for some reason it's telling me not so much. So uh, let me make sure, at least for the people who are listening to blog talk radio, that, that you hear a little bit about sports. As you all know, and I'm going to talk all about sports tomorrow, but Lakers were the two-time champions this year. You know, and as a matter of fact, I'm not going to be a hater. Normally, I would be a hater and do the booze. I'm not a Lakers fan. <laughs> do the ah. So I'm not, going to, I'm not going to cheer, but I'm not going to boo. I'm just going to do ah. <laughs> so Lakers were two-time champions. LeBron James went to Miami. So that was really the big thing. This summer, as soon as the championships were over, it was, where is LeBron James going to go? He became a free agent, um, it was like July 2nd or July 3rd, and then it was like, let the lottery and the games begin. And so for a couple of, for a couple of maybe about a week, nothing happened. It's like every owner was waiting for LBJ to make his move so that they would know how they need to make their acquisitions, trades, and whatnot. So it was just really fascinating watching the, the basketball world just be stuck for a moment. And then we had the big media frenzy of, you know, every person in the world waiting to hear what he had to say. I was in Miami when when the decision was announced. Um, and people were actually, I was actually in the airport as it was being announced, and people weren't even getting their luggage. And I talked about this before. So I think kind of unprecedented for one player who's never won a championship, but I'll talk about that more um, tomorrow for the real Jenny on sports. The other thing, the oldest player in the league, but certainly a living legend, Shaquille O'Neal, he wound up going from the Cleveland Cavaliers on to the Boston Celtics. Uh, the, the Boston Celtics, I will say, are very heavily loaded with talent. I mean, you've got several future Hall of Famers, on that squad, and a great coach in Doc Rivers. So I, I said this before, that wherever Shaq goes, that's where you're probably going to have your toughest contention for the championship. And I look for this to be a real rumble in the jungle uh, come the final time in 2011. I'm looking for it to be maybe a Lakers. I'm, you know, probably Lakers from the West, but definitely Boston coming out of the East to really represent and get one more championship while they have this nucleus of players. So, uh, and Shaq's doing great. He's had a few injuries, but, you know, nothing major. So I think he's I think he's pacing himself, and Doc is doing a good job of pacing all of his players so that they can be ready for the playoffs. 82 games is a long season, and the playoffs are even longer. So I think they're doing a great job in pacing themselves. They played on Christmas, lost to the Magic, but, again, I think they're doing a great job. Tiger Woods, he struggled this year as he was trying to assemble the pieces of his marriage and trying to assemble, you know, all the elements of his life, including his sports life, back together. So jury's still out on Tiger. It's obvious that he's still trying to find his way. Uh, But, you know, I look for 2011 for Tiger to be a very strong year. Hey, the big story in NFL, Michael Vick is back. Uh, we went in the start of 2010 with some people not even wanting Michael Vick to be a part of the NFL, not even wanting the man to be a part of the NFL. Now probably has to be some of the same people that said that are now shouting out MVP. 
So you talk about a a fairy tale just, you know, watching Michael Vick recover and just get back into his own and, and to his strong talent. So it's been fun to watch. Talk about that more tomorrow night. And then Brett Favre, you know, he came back again. He went through that same thing, am I coming back or not? And uh, my sports show actually aired when he first started saying I might not come back. And so it was a good first show for the Real Judy on, on sports. But he did come back, 90 seconds for the radio show. But he did come back, but then he also had what I call a fall from, from actual grace because what we wound up seeing was this whole texting scandal and, and you know, really kind of a demise of what the public thought of the Brett Favre, the, the um, actual man. So it's a recurring theme for uh, for a lot of these athletes, but I think now we want to look more so toward, uh, you know, what what we feel of the person as not as an individual. Okay, so I'm going to wrap up my radio show for those of you who are who are just going to listen in on the radio. I cannot thank you enough for being a part of the real Jenny, both on People in Performance, which is Monday nights, and on sports and all my special segments. Looking forward to a lot of fun things to come. We'll have a variety of hosts that will actually log in and talk, and I've got some guests, some fun guests planned for 2011 as well. So if you ever need to find out what's happening, you can always go to jennifertebow.com, www.jennifertebow.com, and you can find it. Thanks so much for tuning in, and I will see you in 2011.